Ognamonor Ionia, welcome back. Today we are in Chapter 52, Entanglement and Fruitive Activities, starting with verse 12. My dear mother, someone may worship the Lord with a special self-interest, but even demigods such as Lord Brahma, great sages such as Sanat Kamara, and great munis such as Maritsi have to come back to the material world again at the time of creation. When the interaction of the three modes of material nature begins, Brahma, who is the creator of this cosmic manifestation, and who is full of Vedic knowledge, and the great sages, who are the authors of the spiritual path and the yoga system, come back under the influence of the time factor. They are liberated by their non-fruitive activities and attain the first incarnation of the Purusha. But at the time of creation, they come back in exactly the same forms and positions they previously had. Persons who are too addicted to this material world execute their prescribed duties very nicely and with great faith. They perform daily all such prescribed duties with attachment to the fruitive results. Such persons, impelled by the mode of passion, are full of anxieties and always aspire for sense gratification due to uncontrolled senses. They worship the forefathers and are busy day and night improving the economic condition of their family, social, or national life. Such persons are called Trivariga because they are interested in the three elevating processes. They are averse to the Lord who can give relief to the conditioned soul. They are not interested in the Lord's pastimes, which are worth hearing because of his transcendental prowess. Such persons are condemned by the supreme order of the Lord because they are averse to the nectar of the activities of the Lord. They are compared to stool-eating hogs. They give up hearing the transcendental activities of the Lord and indulge in hearing of the abominable activities of materialistic persons. Such materialistic persons are allowed to go to the planet called Pitrioka by the southern course of the sun but they again come back to this planet and take birth in their own families, beginning again the same fruits of activities from birth to the end of life. When the results of their pious activities are exhausted, they fall down by higher arrangement and again come back to this planet, just as any person raised to a higher position sometimes all of a sudden falls. My dear mother, I therefore advise that you take shelter of the Lord, for his lotus feet are worth worshipping. Accept this with all devotion and love, for thus you can be situated in transcendental devotional service. Engagement in Krishna consciousness and application of devotional service under Krishna make it possible to advance in knowledge and detachment, as well as in self-realization. The exalted devotee's mind becomes equipoised in sensory activities, and he is transcendental to that which is agreeable and not agreeable. Because of his transcendental intelligence, the pure devotee is equipoised in his vision and sees himself to be uncontaminated by matter. He does not see anything as superior or inferior, and he feels himself elevated to the transcendental platform of being equal in qualities with the Lord. The Lord alone is complete transcendental knowledge, but according to the different processes of understanding, he appears differently, either as impersonal Brahma as Paramatma, as the Supreme Person of Godhead, or as the Purusha Avatara. The greatest common understanding for all yogis is complete detachment from matter, which can be achieved by different kinds of yoga.
Those who are averse to the transcendence realize the supreme absolute truth differently through speculative sense perception, and therefore, because of mistaken speculation, everything appears to them to be relative. From the total energy, the Mahatattva, I have manifested the false ego, the three modes of material nature, the five material elements, the individual consciousness, the eleven senses, and the material body. Similarly, the entire universe has come from the Lord. This perfect knowledge can be achieved by a person who is already engaged in devotional service with faith, steadiness, and full detachment, and who is always absorbed in the thought of the Lord. He is aloof from material association. My dearest mother, I have already described the path of understanding the absolute truth by which one can come to understand the real truth of matter and spirit and their relationship. Philosophical research culminates in understanding the Lord. After achieving this understanding, when one becomes free from the material modes of nature, he attains the stage of devotional service. Either by devotional service directly or by philosophical research, one has to find the same destination, which is Lord Harry. A single object is appreciated differently by different senses due to its having different qualities. Similarly, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is one, but according to different scriptural injunctions, he appears to be different. By performing fruitive activities and sacrifices, by distributing charity, by performing austerities, by studying various literatures, by conducting philosophical research, by controlling the mind, subduing the senses, accepting the renounced order of life, performing the prescribed duties of one social order, performing the different divisions of yoga practice, performing devotional service, exhibiting the process of devotional service containing the symptoms of both attachment and detachment, understanding the science of self-realization, and by developing a strong sense of detachment. One who is expert in understanding the different processes of self-realization realizes the Lord as he is represented in the material world as well as in transcendence. My dear mother, I have explained to you the process of devotional service and its identity in four different social divisions. I have explained them to you as well as how eternal time is chasing living entities, although it is imperceptible to them. There are varieties of material existence for the living entity according to the work he performs in ignorance or forgetfulness of his real identity. My mother, my dearest mother, if anyone enters into that forgetfulness, he is unable to understand where his movements will end. This instruction is not meant for the envious, for the agnostics, or for the persons who are unclean in their behavior nor is it for hypocrites or for persons who are proud of material possessions. It is not to be instructed to persons who are too greedy and too attached to family life, nor to persons who are non-devotees and who are envious of the devotees and of Lord Vishnu. Instruction to, should be given to the faithful devotee who is respectful to the spiritual master, non-envious, friendly to all kinds of living entities, and eager to render service with faith and sincerity. This instruction should be imparted by the spiritual master to persons who have taken the Lord to be more dear than anything, who are not envious of anyone, who are perfectly cleansed, and who have developed attachment for that which is outside the purview of Krishna consciousness. Anyone who meditates upon me with faith and affection, who hears and chants about me, surely goes back home, back to Godhead. Thus ends chapter 32. If you are afraid of the last few bits that I read, if you're wondering if, uh-oh, 
can you hear this instruction? Because maybe you're a little greedy. Maybe you're a little attached. Maybe you're not a devotee of some guru. I'm going to tell you from my point of view and from the point of view of gurus that I admire and follow, I think it's okay. If you've been on this journey with me, whether through Canto 3 or through all three Cantos so far, you're probably either a scholar uh, of religion of some sort, or your heart is probably with the Lord. Maybe you're not a devotee of a guru. Maybe you're not sure if it's Krishna or Shiva you should be worshipping. But if you've come this far and you're reading the Srimad Bhagavatam, you are probably somewhat committed on a spiritual level. I don't see how you couldn't be. <laughs> this is no small task. You are probably in the Lord here and growing and learning. And for me, I think the Lord would be happy to have you hear his teachings because you're on the way. And, well, yeah, I think he would approve. And from what other gurus have said to me, he, he would approve. So don't worry. Take, take the instructions. Don't run away. Don't feel like, oh, I got to find a guru. I got to do this. I got to do this. No, do what your heart tells you to do. One more thing, there was a comment here, um, uh, where was it, uh, oh, here it is, verse 33, according to different scriptural injunctions, he appears to be different, but the supreme personality of Godhead is one. Some people may read that verse and say, oh, well, universalism, all religions are the same, whether it's Allah, or Jesus, or Yahweh, or Krishna, or Shiva, they're all the same God, all the same. I am not a universalist. I don't think it's a logical position. I don't think it's rational, and I don't think the scriptures actually say that. Because if you read the rest of these books, yes, it says that Shiva and Brahma and Vishnu are all one, but actually it details how they act very differently, and they are different people, and how the demigods are different than Lord Brahma. So yes, we're all part of the same entity, but they're distinct. If you worship the demigod, you're not necessarily worshiping Krishna. You are, and you aren't. They're not the same. You, you can't just, you, you know, change names. You can't say, oh, I'm worshiping, I'm worshiping Lord Brahma, therefore that's the same as worshiping Jesus. I, I don't think so. They don't act alike. Um, I believe that that sentence doesn't refer to all literatures, but I re believe it refers to Hindu literatures. I see nothing in this text that talks about non-Hindu religions. It talks about this religion only. Thus, I do not believe it is a call for universalism. I believe it is a call for Hindu universalism. We're all in the same boat together if we're Hindus. But that doesn't make me and Muslims worshipping the same God. I'm sorry. There's a line in the Bhagavad Gita that often is quoted where Krishna says something very much like this. It's all past lead to me. And again, people are saying, oh, well, that's it. You know, it's all the same. But if you look at the lines after that, he actually then specifies this Hindu path, this Hindu path, this Hindu path. All of them lead to the same thing. He doesn't talk about other people. Actually, if you read these books, this is, this is, this is how I perceive it. 
there is no one in the world who is not Hindu. <laughs> Honestly, there's atheists, but there's really no one who's not Hindu if you read this book. There's no other religions out there. And actually, when this book was written, or when some of the, the Vedas were written, there was no Islam, there was no Christianity, maybe there was a Judaism. So let's actually be honest that those are all newer religions. So when this was written, the world was Hindu. Or for the writer, it probably seemed like the world was Hindu. So I don't believe that's a that's a point for universalism. I I just I just don't I just don't think they're referring to scriptures that would come in the future, hundreds of or thousands of years later. Anyways, just a little side note. Um, I rarely talk about universalism because it gets people all upset because they want to feel good, and I don't believe religion's about feeling good. I believe religion should be logical and rational and scientific. <laughs> um, or at least it should make sense. And and this book. At times, I've criticized it like this just feels like a myth to me, like a story. But it's a rational and logical story with lots of parts to it, so it works. Anyways, that's my comments, thoughts, whatever. Next video will be the final chapter of Canto 3. And honestly, I can't thank you enough for joining me on this, this reading, educational, puja, whatever you want to call it, as we, as we read the words of the Lord. Anyways, thank you. Harry Krishna, Harry Krishna, 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 Harry, Harry. Harry Rama, Harry Rama, Rama, Rama.